<laughs> I'm telling you what, <laughs> we're just sitting over here eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know, that's when I listen to it. And I mowed the lawn. It's getting good. No, yeah, this is such a good episode. <laughs> Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we are so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. This is episode 100 and Jim and I thought we'd do something different um, because it is kind of a milestone episode. We would bring the wives into the mix and clearly not even one minute in, I'm already regretting that conversation we had. So um. I I, I just, can we share what Danielle, when we asked her for a minute ago, because I thought that was Sure. Fantastic. Let me tell a story. So (laughs) I think we should let Danielle tell the story. No, Danielle doesn't like to tell a story. So she's, Danielle's been running. She's training for a full marathon. And so she's doing a lot of major miles. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. She's done a half. Now she wants to do a full. And obviously with the hustle and bustle of carrying, you know, driving kids here and there, she's trying to run as much as she can. Well, last night um, we all get home and she tells me she's going to go for a run and she's digging through the drawer over there trying to find a light to clip on to her. I'm like, so how long are you going to be? Oh, just be a quick one. All right, cool. So I sit here and um, like, it's getting dark out now, like way dark and she's not home yet. So I'm being a stalker. I'm tracking her on like life 360 and I see where she's at. So I know that she's still moving. So she's either abducted in a slow moving car or she's running, running home. I'm sorry. I, is it appropriate to laugh at that? Can There's I feel nothing weird? slow about my run. Okay. So, night. so anyway, you were packing heat. Yeah. Packing heat. So her and I get in, not, we have a, a discussion last night about, you know, like, Hey, kind of just like kind of worried about you. You should have been home. Well, you could have tracked me. You could have called me. And I said, well, like, yeah, you could call me too and let me know what's going on. Anyway, kind of a disagreement. I went to bed, semi pissy and <laughs> true story true story <laughs> and this like so fast forward to today we're getting everything set up and um she was talking about you know running on the glow trail and jim asked her where you, were you packing heat and daniel goes yeah i was packing heat and i looked at her like <laughs> you have no idea what it means to pack heat and i said or i think you said Do you know what it means pack heat yeah i was running fast <laughs> i'm packing heat <laughs> which is obviously not what that means. It wasn't the reference. That it I wasn't was the reference that I was thinking about either, but, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good. If we would have had it on record, that'd have been even, even better. But so now, so we're sitting in my office. It's a Friday night. Um, Jim and Beth are here. Daniel and I are here and we're going to talk. I have no idea where this is going to go or, and obviously there's obviously alcohol in front of us. So that could be probably bad. It's, I mean, it already, it already is bad so far. So we'll see. <laughs> We'll see where that goes, but if only we had the video set up. I know the video would be good, but we don't have we don't have video. I don't know. I I think when Jim and I talk, I'm obviously this has been this is number 100, so yeah. you know 100 weeks for the most part of you and I meeting. Um, you know, early on at a co- or at the you know the convenience store at John's, and then we moved it to this office, and we've done it outdoors once, maybe twice. I can't remember once for sure. Um, so we thought it'd be kind of cool for on an episode 100 to bring the wives into the mix because clearly when Jim and I are here, we are the smartest men in this room when we for talk. Sure. So I mean, that, that's a fact. 
that is would a fact. be a fact. That is a fact. So then we added, you know, obviously two strong females in, into the mix. So, yeah, I have no idea where this is going to go or how what direction we're going to steer it. Um, I just thought it'd be cool to we thought it'd be cool to bring them in. And well, I'm just going to ask a loaded question. Like, why not? Let's rip the bandaid off because I want to know, Danielle, do you listen <laughs> to the 2120 podcast? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> hey, that's good. That's good. I don't know if it is, though. Like, this is clearly something that you and I are passionate about, and we're doing it, and my wife sometimes listens. I said some nice things about her, too, on the podcast. Beth? Yes. Yeah, Beth, do you listen to the 2120 podcast? Actually, I have been in the morning when I get ready to work. Thanks, Beth, for caring about us. Wife of do. the year right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just yeah. I'm supposed to say that. Like I can't now because now it just seems like I'm patronizing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so well, let me ask you, Danielle, why don't you listen? <laughs> and that's when stuff got interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I I mean I know you're busy. I know that I mean you clearly don't spend enough time in the car where you could easily just play a twenty minute podcast. I mean, I'm sure you can't find twenty minutes in your hour drive. I mean I'm sure it's difficult, but no, tell me why. Can't you listen? It is difficult. You're right. Um, I'm usually multitasking in the car, you know, like having conversations with our children. How was your day? Tell me something you learned. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. You know, when I did listen to the podcast, when I mowed our lawn this summer, I don't know if that's going to be an attack on me now. Like, I'm telling you what, I'm just, we're just sitting over here eating popcorn. I'm just letting you know, that's when I listen to it, when I mowed the lawn. It's getting good. No, yeah, this is such a good episode. Uh, well, I, and it's fine. Like, I, you know, clearly I have other people that care about Jim and I that listen on a pretty regular basis, so. Yeah. The, moving along. <laughs> I have it. I have the app. I follow it. I just don't ever open the app. Uh, Maybe, maybe the question that would help me accept this better, right? Because I'm, I'm feeling a little hurt, a little wounded. Yes, you should be. The question that I need to ask then is: Do you listen to other podcasts? No, I do not. No, yeah, I I don't, and that's. Like we've had that conversation. How devastating before. would it be if she just read off like ten podcasts she's like know, she absolutely right? loves it? It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> true crime, you know, whatever. Much other guy podcasts. No, actually, I just found like I, I literally don't even know where to go to find it. So maybe that's my fault. Maybe I didn't do honest. a good job navigating the waters of what she needs and to do. Po- to- you just pointed it right back to you. I mean, you kind of had gotten off the hook there for a minute, but I'll, I'll jump back on the hook. Like, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if I've ever really tried, showed you like how to do it. No. So I have the podcast app and just literally last night, one of um, my friends that I met through gymnastics, she's a runner. She ran collegiately her and her daughter set up goals and one of her goals for her mom was to start her own podcast. And she did. And ironically, it's about running. And, um, she has people, she's only had five episodes. I have not listened to any of them, but she has people on there like, Hey, I'm a 40 some year old mom training for a marathon. Okay. That's me. That's relevant to me. So 
I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. I haven't listened to it yet. But then literally 2021 popped up and I was like, oh, this is where I find that again. Okay. Sounds good. 2021. Yeah, is what you called it. Did, I, did, I, I was gonna let it go. Oh, no, it was okay. It's, <laughs> no, it's twenty twenty. <laughs> this oh. is clear. This is clearly the right decision for tonight. Like, I'm picturing a plane going down right now. It's yeah. on fire. It, you just, you, but you know what's gonna happen, but you just can't look away. Like you want to see it crash. You know what's really awesome is I have the script in front of me that they gave me to read right now. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so much better if that was the case. And they are awesome, and yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Daniel and I have been married for how many years? A long time. How many years? Seventeen. I'm not going to fact check that, so I'm just going to say yes. How long have you guys been married? Twenty nine. Twenty nine years, right? Mm-hmm. Two nine, right? Twenty nine. <laughs> hey, after a certain number, you kind of like. I think that's the right number, but yeah, it's twenty nine. Yeah. Well, and I know like. We're not going anywhere. Like we're going to be together forever, and that's like not that's the the cool thing. But we've had some some pretty good disagreements where I didn't like her very much, and I'm sure she didn't like me very much. And um, Danielle is very stubborn. What? And she (laughs) when she gets. She's competitive, and she. Okay, so so hang on, because I just got to give you little insights into this, because I I'm like. Which of the two of you is the more competitive? Because I, I see the competitiveness in Matt, but then I, I've, like, you've popped in before and I've gotten to know you a little bit better than I used to know you. And I'm like, whoa, like, there's a next level of competitiveness there. She's so crazy. I just, That's <laughs> what you're trying to say. I wasn't going to go there, but no. You can go there. I would go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. she's she's very competitive. Like, when we... When we play bags, like I, she's on my team. Like I would want her on my team it's because called passionate, babe. She is passionate. passionate. Yep, she is definitely passionate. So I would definitely <laughs> pick her. But when we get into a disagreement, an argument, a whatever you want to call it, like she wants to win. So no matter like what's go, like what the conversation is, like she's gonna she's gonna figure out how to either piss me off so much that I just don't want to talk anymore, and like there, <laughs> then she knows she she's got the better of me, but. She's one, and her and I've talked about this, where she'll go for the throat, and and I know she loves me. And I know like it's not like trying to like, but she just I, I, I missed it. Was she nodding? Was she agreeing to that? What was that? What are we talking about here? Just today? when we get into disagreements, like you get, you can get very, and I hate to use the word competitive when you get in a disagreement because it's not about winning or losing. It's about you know obviously growing together and figuring life out. But you know, there's times where I just feel like. No matter what I say, I'm not winning. Like, no, even if I'm even if I'm right, 100 right, there's a part of her brain that will not allow her to be defeated and be wrong, and she has a hard time coming to that. Like, oh, yep, I'm right now, the next day after, like we've had some time to like just breathe and process things, she's used used the word like I'm sorry, I was wrong before, and I've I've. She's used the words. She's before. used those words, but <laughs> like she gets, she can get, you know, kind of little, little hardcore. Um, but like I said, like I set this up with, we're like, we're going to be together forever because every disagreement that we've had, we've always been able to move on and like <clears throat> learn from what has happened and, and take steps forward. So, but to answer your question, she is the more competitive one between her and I, for sure. Hands down. I'm okay with saying that. 
I should. I mean, it'd be kind of fun. Beth and I knew Danielle way before there was ever a Matt Fippen in the picture. Like way, way before. Like for sure. I, I wasn't even sure you were a real person. <laughs> well, and you, we've talked about this for the longest time. The people in this community thought my dad was her husband. Yeah, because yeah. they just put Fippen together and it was like, oh yeah, your dad or your husband's the the cop. Yeah, because you were like I was never a ghost. around. I was never around. I yeah. flew under the radar. Yeah. So Danielle, you taught our youngest, and what grade was it? Was that kindergarten or first grade? Third remember? grade. Third grade. It's great that you remember that, and I don't. I was pregnant with Addie. I okay, yeah. So that would have been fifteen years ago, and that was your first year <laughs> teaching. That right? was my first year in the classroom. Okay, having my own classroom. I taught three years before that, and I remember you know coming in in August and getting everything set up and we're like she's gonna be good and we were so impressed (laughs) because nick had come from a uh he'd come from an environment in uh i guess in in daycare that's what i'm trying to say that was crazy and he wasn't really prepped for school all that well i mean he knew his stuff but i think where he had gone to daycare it was just so kind of Chaotic. Chaotic. Chaotic? Yeah. That's a very yeah. polite way of saying it. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And so you were really good for him. And uh, anyway, I just, I remember meeting you and, and talking with Bev. I'm like, man, we lucked out again. That's, she's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good thing. So, and then we would see you from time to time, maybe you're at the store or whatever it was. or, uh, And then it, it was years until I actually met Matt. And the whole reason I met Matt was because of the bike trails and, when I heard, well, that's Matt Fippen, he was not Matt to me. He was Danielle's husband, mm-hmm. you know, and for a long time. And, and obviously now we're, we're buds, but um, it, it was just kind of a fun story when you look back at how we got connected and uh, things sure. that brought us together. Like, first of all, it was out of obligation because of the teacher thing, but then it was out of something different, you know. So um, what year did Nick graduate? 2016. Okay, so... You two did not know each other then because I remember getting That's true. Nick's invitation in the mail. We had soccer or something going on, and Matt was like, who is this? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's a really great kid. I had him in third grade. And I'm like, but we can't go. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, I don't know him yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And then now look at five yeah. years later, yeah. and it's like, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm definitely a proud husband when it comes to Danielle and her teaching because you know it's I hear so many like great stories about oh your wife's amazing she, like she's done so much for our kids and this and that but but where I really noticed it was twelve basically twelve years after her first group of kids when they all graduated and I don't remember I can't remember how many graduation parties we went to that year but I remember thinking like how in the hell are we going to afford <laughs> to go to all these because like you gave like twenty bucks to like each one. And there was more than 10, you know, it's so like we, I mean, we had, so, you know, you make an impact when you get, sure. you know, the stack of graduation inv- yeah. invites and um, yeah, it was a significant amount of money that we paid out that year to kids that, you know, so obviously started with Danielle year one and then, you know, 12 years later they graduated. So yeah, no, she's an amazing teacher and um, oh, our, our girls, I see a lot of our, our girls in her, obviously like she's definitely like Lainey is definitely her for the most part, where I have more of the other two, which is, I don't know if that's good or bad. I would say good, but 
Um, Daniel may say bad. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, uh, no, I, I don't know. Maybe this is this will be fun, but um, yeah, we're gonna be together forever. And like we had like that disagreement last night where I, I went to bed pissy, and then she pokes the bear when she comes into the the room, like doesn't let it die, like she pokes the bear to get me riled up again. But yeah, yeah. so you want to hear what happened? Well, I think we have to. <clears throat> yeah, so he's all on me for you know running in the dark with my lights on. And, and, and why was that? Can we just be clear? Like our listeners may not understand why. Why I was mad? Yeah. Well, I was just, I wasn't mad. I was just, she told me it was going to be a quick run. You're concerned, I was, right? Yes. Was I mean, I was. hearing husband. I, I referred was. to him as being overprotective. But he's like, you said you were going on a quick run. And so here was me and my defensiveness and competitiveness. I'm like, dude, I just ran 17 miles on Sunday. So tonight was a quick run. It was six miles. Like it was under an hour. And he's like, that's not a quick run. It's dark out. Yeah, I guess I wasn't I wasn't <clears throat> expecting her to be gone for that period of time at, at night when it was obviously it's dark out, whatever. I mean, does, but it was like eight o'clock. I got see, home. I, this is where I just I, I can't win because no matter what I say, <laughs> like I'm going to be in in the well, wrong. I got home. It was like eight ten. Yeah, I'm just saying, like I was just I was just worried about you. Like obviously I was watching you, but completely okay, pitch so black outside. Here we are. He's getting ready to go to bed, and all of a sudden. Oh, I took a shower because I went for a run. And I come out and Lainey's on the couch. Okay, Lainey and Addie went to the high school volleyball game together. They walked. And I'm like, oh, hey, what are you doing home? And she's like, oh, I decided to come home. I'm going to weightlifting in the morning. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, where's Addie? Well, she's still at the game. I'm like, you walked home in the dark by yourself from the game? And she's like, yeah. So then he pokes his head out, says something to her. And I'm like, oh, hey, you should probably yell at Lainey because she was just walking home in the dark. I got a really dirty look and he went to bed. But, like, is that not a good point? And then guess who came home an hour later at 930 in the dark by herself? She walked. Oh, yeah, that would be our 14-year-old. I'm I'm 41. Can I be out in the dark? All I'm going to say is um, on a good day with the wind at my back, I can throw a rocket at the high school. Like the high school is literally in our backyard. Oh, that is baloney. You I'm just not. I'm just saying, like literally, I can. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to go out. <laughs> we gotta and go test it out. <laughs> All I'm saying is, from our backyard, I can, we can see the back of the high school. So for her, it's a good five minute walk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Okay, so this is getting good, huh? It's watching this. Like take it by the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, like it was just it was just one of those things where like she poked the bear. Now are we are we fine? Yes, we are fine. Everything's going to be good. And the girls made it home safe, and she made it home safe. It's just I don't know. I I I'm sorry that I care about my wife. I I think it's nice that that you would get concerned about it. <clears throat> I'm not stepping into this at all, but I'm just saying, hey. <laughs> It's a good story. Hey, hey, Beth, what what, what pisses you off about Jim? Great story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. No, I see. I don't want to go. I, I, it's just like no. It's I think it's you and I talk about communication a lot on this podcast. Well, sorry, I was thinking of what you were saying when a quick run, right? What did you think, Matt, when when she said a quick run? How many minutes were you? I was head? thinking under thirty minutes, just a quick, maybe even like a five, just a run around the, the loop and come and come back home. Sure, because sure. it was what loop, like the trail. Yeah, that glows. 
See, this is just like <laughs> she doesn't want to lose. Like she just she has this look in her eye. Like just, no, like I just I just I was under the impression, and I assumed it's my fault for assuming that you would just be a quick little five k <laughs> around and and be done and you know whatever. And what, what can you run a five k in, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you come on, you know. Well, she did six miles in an hour. Less than an hour. Less than an hour. So <laughs> you can do like you can do less, the math. Less, yeah. less than uh, an hour. It gets. Like it was an hour earlier. Now it's less than an hour. Twenty-four minutes, probably. Either yes, way, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. like. Yeah. I could have easily asked. So like by a quick run, like what are you thinking? Knowing that she's she ran seventeen miles mm-hmm. on whatever she wanted, she wants to do this. You know, I could have looked at it. And went, oh yeah, well clearly a six mile run is not going to be. Less than an like less than an hour. I think I just figured out the the title for this podcast when we do publish it. It's marriage counseling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy wife, happy life. There you go. No, I it, yeah. It goes back to I should have just asked more questions and figured it out. And you know, and I probably could have told him, "Hey, my quick run isn't ten sure. minutes." And I, I guess I also too like our schedules are so messed right now. Like it's we pass each other. You know, like in the car and like, that's basically it. So I was thinking that she would, you know, would, would be home so we could have some time to just hang out and talk. And clearly like our talking was our disagreement that basically led to me being frustrated and went to bed. So I did give you a heads up though, before I went and coached soccer practice, I said, (coughs) Hey, if I feel up to it, I'm going to go. And I knew, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah. You said that I totally, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You did. I just wasn't expecting a, that long of a run. Well, I stopped to talk to the neighbor. Yeah. And then I walk for a few minutes. You got to get your heart rate up. No, I know. I get it. And then you run. Yeah, either way, it's fine. Are you done? Yeah, are you? Yeah, I'm done. I mean, I can finish talking about my run. No, I don't. Need, we don't need to hear about your run. <laughs> it was good. I'm sure it was. <clears throat> when is your marathon? Well, it's a really great question. So I haven't actually signed up for one. Um, in my head, I can just like do it on my own because it's kind of about your mindset. Mm-hmm. However, today I did look up marathons around here, and I know there's one in Des Moines, but it's State Cup weekend mm-hmm. for Addy for soccer and Matt works. So clearly that is not going to work. So I did actually find one in Madison that's in November was telling me that there's there's a trail or there's a so, so one of her a point to a point is right at 26 miles around here i know it wasn't you guys but somebody just told oh. me that recently because they're like yeah i want to yeah but it wasn't ash no <clears throat> somebody told me that there's there's some place in iowa that's like a perfect yeah marathon? like right around here was somebody i was talking to around here that was saying um yeah i want to run a marathon but i'm not I'm not actually signing up for a marathon. I'm going to run this point, this Mm. point, because it's right at 26 miles. Mm -hmm. Sure. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing is your mindset, but just like that hydration piece. Like I ran on Sunday. The last two miles were tough. In fact, we had to get to soccer. He took Addie in early for warm-up so I could go home and, like, eat and shower and then get there by game time. 
And I ended up calling him with like half a mile left. And I was like, can you pick me up in five minutes? Because <laughs> otherwise, I, like I ended at Tilford and I would have had to walk home. And sure. that's like just over a mile. <clears throat> well, that would have taken me probably 20 minutes after my three hour run to mm-hmm. walk home. You know, like I wouldn't wasn't speed walking. So he picked me up. He's like, are you OK? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just need a minute. Yeah, no, I, no, I mean, I'll give her tons of pr- credit. I, I, it, I think it's impressive. For the, I, I despise running. Like oh, there's, I agree. There, there's a book behind it. It's called like Born to Run. And it was a buddy of mine gave me a book and said, you read this book, you'll run. And I got like 10 pages in and I said, screw this, this is stupid. <laughs> um, but no, like to do 17 miles, like that's awesome. Like I'll do 17 miles on a bike and I love it. But she's doing 17 miles physically running, mm. doing, you know, this, like I'm doing... 20 miles an hour, she's, you know, doing obviously clearly a lot less than that. Unless she's packing right. heat, then she's probably running yes. really fast. Yes, I do pack a lot of heat. <laughs> but I just look at it from the standpoint of like, that's, I think it's impressive. Like to put, to do, to do that and have that a three hour, to do a three hour run, I think is, is insane. But she does it and she does it on a fairly regular basis and it's pretty awesome to watch her. But I mean, that, there was one year that she did a, a race every month. And she, you know, I told her, if you're going to do it, you need to sign up for it. You need to pay for them. And you need to, we, then we'll go do it. And literally we went together and we took pictures and it was, a, it was, it was a big deal and she accomplished it. So yeah, the next thing will be a marathon. Do you guys ever, have you ever done any kind of competition together? Like, it, uh, yeah, we did duathlons together where she ran and I rode a bike. Oh, nice. We loved it. Yeah. We got first. We won together. So I got to tell you guys a, a way back story. So we have to go way back. Uh, we were, Beth and I were in the same grade together, the same class, graduated the same year. <clears throat> and uh, she had just come off of track season and Beth was, did you hold the, the school record for the mile, right? I was close. I, I knew you were right there. I mean, you were really Karen strong. Had the record. Okay. You were a strong but runner. I was trying to beat it, but I didn't. And you, you made it to state for relays and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, so I wasn't a total slouch. And we, we signed up to run a 5K. Or was it a 10K? It was 5. 5K? <laughs> Feels like my memory would be like, it should be a 10K. <laughs> but it was up in Waterloo. It was a fun run that my, my sister said, hey, you guys need to come up and run it. So we were like, sure, why not? And, you know, obviously she's coming off on a track shape. And, and I'm coming in and you know, 18 year old couch potato, Mountain Dew, Swiss cake rolls, eating Mm -hmm. guy. And we run it and we're, you know, I'm doing okay. (laughs) There's a, do you know the guy in town that, that would run forever? And he had this little pace. I I can't think what his last name is. The the little old guy. Yeah. Yeah. I see him all over the place. He ran that. Right. And we were in front of him. That dude passed me. Like, I'm dying. I don't know what mile this is, but we're running we're running seven seven, seven thirty miles or under. It might have been under that. They were they were fast. Oh, that's fast. <laughs> and you know, I, I'm trying to be cool because we're dating and I don't want to look like a total loser. And uh talk about competitiveness, right? She at the end, okay. I don't know, a qu- the last quarter or whatever, mm-hmm. we'd been running side by side the whole race. <laughs> She can start to see the finish line. She goes. She's like, bye. (laughs) And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I try to match her for about 100 yards and forget about it. Like, I'm done. I'm ready to throw up. So here I am (laughs) coming into the finish line. 
and uh, catch up to her. And she's like, yeah, this is fun and all that. And I'm like, yeah, it was real fun. Great finish, by the way. And then there was, then there was this little awards setting awards. so yeah. was it a t- was it a team thing or just, uh, a, it was just 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 a do you guys are just did it apparently it was a free for all yeah at the end she wanted <laughs> it to was a you. melee <laughs> <laughs> and, and she she gets some sort of award for it for age bracket or whatever yeah. i'm like really really <laughs> that's perfect that's perfect but of course i'm the boyfriend you know and i'm kind of smitten with her and so you know, i just got to celebrate and high five her and all that yeah Here. Yeah, that was awesome. But now I look back, I'm like, dang, it's cutthroat. It's ruthless. Yeah, well. And she just laughs, right? She's like, you used to have one of those keychains from the 80s that too said, um, I only look sweet and innocent or something like that. Right? Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, because we, you know, we've been, um, so we graduated in 1989. We got married in 1992. So that's why we're coming up on our 30 year um, wedding anniversary. And, um, yeah, I mean, so I've known her for a long, 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 long time. But you guys were talking about like spats or, you know, disagreements. And uh, honestly, over the last, say, 10 years, have we had, we haven't had anything major. No. There's been like, you're on my nerves. Right. So, like, I don't think space, we've had, space. I don't think we've had anything yeah. major either. It's just been like little, like you said, spats or In like our just, 20s. We had some majors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely had some majors. We better close the window kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> we just walked by. Oh, hey, how's it going, neighbor? Uh, Things cool here. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's no, I, usually the one that's like, shh. And I'm like, I don't give a shit right now. Like, right? Because I'm, what'd you call me? Cutthroat? Yeah, she's cutthroat. Yeah, that's why. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't think, I, and I think, you know, to be fair, truly gr- great relationships, you don't have these major blow-ups. Like they're they're you know easy, like easily handleable conversations that you can easily just you know navigate the waters and figure out. Now, there's 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 been times where I've, and this is the other thing too. Like, <laughs> here's the other thing. Here's that the really other thing that really turns me, me off. You. Like, I'm the one that sleeps on the couch. Like I'm the one that like for, I just, I'll just go out and sleep somewhere else. She has never, ever, ever, ever in any disagreement we've had, pick the couch. <laughs> she goes right to the bed and like I'm not sleeping on the couch. Yeah, I can sleep next to you still. I still love you. I just don't like you. Yeah, see see how it goes. <laughs> and I, I very rarely sleep on the couch. I mean, but because I would much rather sleep in the bed anyway. But yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's you know we've we've and we've talked like. Don't go to bed mad if you, if you can't like find a way to take a time out, you know, and th- there's times where it's tough or it's like, I don't even want to look at you right now. Like you, I just, I, yeah, no matter, work very well. it's, it is tough, but like in the grand scheme of things, I, I, I believe you shouldn't go to bed mad or, and you know, and the other thing too is, or leave mad, you know, like I think leaving mad is probably a bigger deal because yeah. <clears throat> sometimes when you leave, there's no guarantee you're coming home. Right. Yeah. You know, that's just the thing. I was thinking back to, you know, you, you guys did some competitions together. Beth and I did a Tough Mudder together in 2014. She watched me do it with our oldest and then some of my buds from work. And, and you were like, well, this sucks to stand here and watch it. So I yeah. want to do it next it time. It's so and much fun. Why am I standing there watching <laughs> it? Yeah. I know. And I always see your pictures. 
like <clears throat> pop up from that. I'm like, I want to do that. It, that it, cool. I will tell you, I, I want her to podcast with me. I, I've, I, when we went on vacation back in July, I took all my gear. I said, we're going to do a podcast and then we didn't, but, but I, I want to talk about it because there's something that happens when neither of you have done a Tough Mudder, have you, or, or no. a, a Warrior no. Dash or anything like that? No, I did um, Squaw Creek. Oh, mm-hmm. Army Challenge. Yes, yeah. I did that We, one we were going to do that one I year. did we that with my friend Heidi. Yeah. And the girls were little, like five and under. Yeah. <laughs> on, on, a, on a Tough Mudder, you, there's 25-ish obstacles with some bonuses along the way if you want. Um, what, 11 miles? It's, well, it's a, they call them a 10 to 12-mile course. Each course that, well, the one that we did together was a 12-mile. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so, quite <clears throat> a bit farther than Squaw Creek. It, I think that's like a 5K maybe. Well, or. I don't know that I would want to choose to run 12 miles. So here, here's the way a Tough Mudder works is you get out and you run, you know, maybe – a half a mile to a mile. I think at the front, you you actually run quite a bit longer, yeah, the front, and then yeah. everything kind of gets staggered up. And and the bad thing with that is is that if there's a lot of people on the course with you, you have to wait. Okay, so then like for me, as my muscles start to get cold, you know, it's hard to go get over the obstacle or whatever because you've been standing there for maybe that twenty minutes. At the dash. Yeah, that that was a bit. We could talk about that one. I, actually, I do. I want to talk about that one because. At the Warrior Dash, it was in Waukee, Iowa. Now, the Warrior Dash is only a 5K, so it's a much, much shorter course. But it had rained heavily the days leading up to that. I think it might have rained that morning. And it started off kind of hot on the course, but then the clouds came in and it cooled down, and there was this light mist. So we come to the obstacle that was probably the, this, the biggest challenge there, which was, a, I think, a 16-foot wall. And so every four feet or... So there'd be, I think, three levels on that. There's a two by four nailed to it. And that's all it is. And it's not on the, the wide way. It's the narrow way. We've been standing in line watching people get up on this thing. And then they, they get up there. And there's ropes hanging. Yeah. So there's a knotted rope on the side that you climb up. But here's the problem. A thousand or, I don't know, two or three thousand people have been up on the wall. So it's, it's wet. It's oh, muddy. And now it's cold and misting rain. And we're standing there and we're standing there. And you it's kind of like at the the fairway, you know, when you buy groceries, like which line am I gonna stand in? You know, the shortest. So you you kind of like, hey, let's let's move over here. So people get up there and they throw a leg over and then they'd freeze because of the heights. And they're come on, you know, you can hear all the people cheering them on. You got it, you can do it, you can do it. Well, what's one of your big fears? Heights. <laughs> and water. And water. And, and so in this case, this was no water on this side of right. it, but it was all about heights. Right. So we stand there long enough. We have a plant. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go talk first. About it. Yeah. Okay. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what we're, how we're going to do it. Yep. And so I went first. And I, uh, listen, I'm feeling scared about this because it's slippery. And I'm like, you know, if you fall off of here at the, say, the 12-foot mark, it's going to really hurt. I mean, you might break something. I don't know. But... Anyway, I get up there, I make it over, and it's her turn. So she's at the bottom, and she gets to the first rung. And I'm like, come on, you can do it, right? I'm right here. Just stare at me. Like, don't worry about the height. Just, we're going to get you through this. Don't look down. And she makes it to the next ladder. Okay, awesome. Like, you got this. Now, you're at the point of no return. You're coming this way. Keep going. Keep going. And... 
probably one of my best memories from all of the time that we've ever been together is me reaching, I'm reaching over the wall down to her with my hand <laughs> extended and, and I see her clinging, you know, like she's got fear in her eyes and she's looking at me like, I, I, I think there was doubt in your mind still at that point. You get to the next level and our hands grab and I'm like, I got you you're going to make it now. Come on. And, and you were gritting your teeth and your eyes were wide and big and all that. And, but at that moment, like I had, I had your hand, there was no way it was going to go. And I'm telling you guys, one of the coolest things that, that I think that you could ever do is in a competition like that is when you are in that setting with, um, I mean, your spouse, your wife, in this case, like there's nothing better seeing them achieve something like that. But the camaraderie that you find on those events is so cool because there's total strangers that are cheering you on. There's total strangers that are reaching out to give you the boost or to lift you up and over or whatever it is. It's an, it's a fantastic event. And then at the end, um, you were very scared. You had to walk across a narrow board. A narrow board, and there was about a, what, 10-foot drop? 10-foot drop into, into this big tanks. tank of water. And all there was was ropes. They on were the shipping side. containers, actually. Yeah, is what they were. Ropes on the side, but don't lean on them because they're just flimsy. Mm-hmm. And then water shooting at your eyes, <laughs> right at your face, oh. right at your face. <laughs> and you got to walk across this, and then when you walk across it, you have a and water when you slide look to go down, down at the at the shipping container with the water in it. It's like, how would you even get out of that? Well, it's, it wasn't that deep, but here's my fear: was like. If you fall, it ain't going to be graceful off of that because it's super slippery. Yeah. And I'm more worried about like hitting the side of the container with a, you know, part of my body, which is really going to hurt, but we made it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I mean, that was probably one of the funnest things I think that we've done. And just, um, like I said, again, that memory of, of me reaching to you and you reaching up and our hand grabbing right there was like, that's kind of, um, you know, just a hard memory. It's always there. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. Yeah, we've never done anything like like that where it's like I've had to push her, challenge yeah. her, and yeah. Um, no, I mean we've had we've had some difficult things that we've had to do for each other that was trying, you know. Um, mm. You know, yesterday was her dad's birthday. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. Yeah, and you know, on March tenth, you know, for Shields, it's when we we get our bonuses, so it's a big day for us. Yeah. And, you know, there was, there was one day, um, how many years ago that Betsy, her mom called and said, I need you to tell Danielle that her dad's d- gone. Yeah. And that was tough. Like that was one of the, uh, you've you talked know, about that. It, it, yeah. It's, you know, the hour drive of me coming home going, okay, how in the hell am I going to tell my wife that her dad is no longer with us? So obviously like me being up strategic and like trying to figure out how I'm going to make this work. I called my parents. I need you there. Here's what's going on. And that was one of the hardest conversations I've ever, I've ever had to deliver, you know, in my life just because there was the, I mean, I I remember it vividly. There was the, no, no, it's not. Why would you, why, like, why would you say something like that? You know? And it it, it was tough. I mean, I think that was one of the, I think you and I grew closer that day because of the experience and obviously it was, it was a, a horrible experience to have to deal with, but you know, it definitely made us stronger, but. Yeah. The, the crazy thing about that day is I was pregnant with Lainey hmm. 
And I had been spotting like my whole pregnancy. <clears throat> and I had gone to that doctor appointment again, like they make sure my cervix is still closed because we were still, it was like two and a half, almost three months until my due date. And I remember after my appointment calling my mom at work and <clears throat> her being like, hey, babe, I'm kind of in the middle of something right now. Can can I call you back? And I'm like, that's weird. My mom never puts me on hold like that, ever. She always drops everything Is this me. the same day? This is yeah. the same day. The same oh, day. Oh, I did not. No, yeah, no. and so I was like, oh, that's strange. And so um, I went shopping at Von Mar. <laughs> I got Addie a new outfit. You call me, and you're like, I think you came home from work from work early yeah and you're like hey were you down at your mom and dad's or they were at our house they came up to our house yeah and and you're like oh we're waiting for you to get home and here i am and i'm like are you kidding me he brought he bought a boat like i don't know if i ever told you the story he bought a boat like this is why he's waiting at home for me because he's got this huge boat in the driveway. Like <laughs> I was mad. Mm-hmm. And then I get home and then he tells me that. And I'm like, I wish you bought the boat. Like, you know, just thinking back on that. Yeah. And then I remember calling my mom that night and she's like, I was standing with the police officer when you called. Like we were basically identifying your dad and you were driving, you're pregnant, you're, yeah, it was. was She was protecting you. She was, totally. And and I feel like I remember my mom saying that she gave both my husband and my brother's wife the option. Like, do you want to tell my, you know, your spouse, my son, my daughter, or do you want me to? And both my brother's wife and obviously Matt chose chose to share that information with us and not have my mom have to share it with us. So I think that says a lot about him and then my brother's wife as well. Like that I can't, I've never had to share that information with anybody Mm -hmm. before. So I can't imagine what that must have Mm -hmm. felt like, but I know it wasn't easy. No, it wasn't at all. And I still remember like just having the conversation with your mom and how calm she was. And just, I, here's what I need you to do this, you know, and she explained what happened and, Obviously, like, I didn't have a choice. You know, I, I, I said, sure, absolutely, I will, you know. and But, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it tough. It, it's definitely tough. I mean, obviously, like, I would love to do a, a, some competition with you where you have to, like, it's it, you're in the suck and, like, you're pushing each other to be better. And we've never had that experience, but, like, that was one of the, the hardest things that I've had to do with you and then be there and, you know, support you through it and knowing that it was the one of the worst days of your life, you know, that was, yeah, it was crazy. But, you know, I think it definitely made us closer. It, you know, it was, it, it showed me that, you know, I could have those conversations with you and, um, yeah, I, Definitely not the way I thought this podcast was going to go today. <laughs> that we can do hard things. Yeah, we can do hard things. You know, yeah, for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I Like I said, though, like I said, when we started this, like, we'll be together forever. Like, there's, unless I completely screw up and push her away, like, yeah, there's, I, I, I have one of those things where um, I've definitely outkicked my coverage <laughs> when it comes to Danielle and I, like, <laughs> 
And I believe me, I hear that a lot from the guys that I work with and, you know, true friends that like, how in the hell did you land that? You know, like, <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm definitely blessed. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast. If, if Daniel would not have come into my life at Shields and, you know, gave me a chance when, you know, early on, like she didn't want to, um, I wouldn't, I would not be where I'm at today doing what I'm doing. How did you just, maybe that'd be fun to talk about. Like we could, we could just share a quick story, like how we met. Yeah. Like, like so for Beth and I, but how did you and Danielle meet? I was a sales associate at Shields and she was a customer service cashier. You worked for Shields? Sure did. Now yeah. that, how have I never known I know. that? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yep. Her. <clears throat> yep. Her boyfriend cheated on isn't her. Isn't that kind of, isn't years. that kind of frowned upon? Well, I wasn't in leadership. I was not in leadership. I was a part-time or full-time guy. I was not in a leadership role. Let's make that on the record. Um, the, the crazy thing is, is like, so my mom and dad came up and visited me all the time. And I don't, we, I don't know why they were there. Maybe we we're getting off work. I don't know. But they came and we went out to lunch. And I was like, oh, Matt's going to join us for lunch. And they're like, oh, okay. I remember eating Big Apple Bagels. Yeah, like, out in the food court. always get Big Apple bagel, Bagel sandwiches. And oh, they were good. Yeah, they were Oh, really so good. good. Just like yeah. a meat sandwich. Yeah, delicious. But like we were not dating at all then. And I, I can't, I, I'll have to ask my mom because I don't know if my dad said it to my mom or my mom said it to my dad. And they're like, mm, yeah, there is something way more going on between those two. They are oh, really? not just friends and coworkers. And then obviously we ended up. But she thought I was an asshole. Yeah, I did. Early on. You were like cocky and had an ego. <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe you still do. No, but that's, I mean, it was, yeah, it was. She had a boyfriend, her boyfriend cheated on her, and I swooped in and was the guy that was there to comfort her. And True story. And then their uh, friendship kind of blossomed and hmm. asked her on multiple dates, and she said no multiple times. And What? But no, I mean, happily ever after, three <laughs> girls. and But yeah, no, it's, yeah, it was a Shields, Shields connection for sure. How about you? You guys so were for, school, though. You guys were same town. We were high school sweethearts in our junior and senior year. And we got connected by my yes. best friend. We were in the same friend circle. Yeah. Yeah. But I had never looked at you that way. And I'm pretty sure you had never looked at me that way. And then Kevin connected us. Mm -hmm. We went on a date and with him and I don't remember who. Melinda. Was it Melinda? <laughs> and uh, went out for to a movie and. Yeah, like I, I was like, whoa, that was cool. Uh, that was good. And so we dated through junior and senior year. And then we, after graduation, um, went separate ways for a while and then came back together. I don't remember how long. Maybe. Not quite a, a year. A year? Maybe about a year. <clears throat> yeah. For me, that wasn't a great year. And in some ways, it was a great year for you. I think you were having fun, and you know, <laughs> I was not probably on your mind. You were on my mind a lot. And when we came back together, it it was like we like I think it was I don't know if it, you or me realized at first, but it was like we were on that path to like this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to get married. Right. I want to marry this girl. 
Uh, for me, I knew that early. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's how the setup came. But but I mean, we we went. We grew up in the town together, so we were always in the same class. It, back in that time, grade school, K through four, was there was east and then there was west. And so Beth went to east, I went to west. So you, you, it was like you met a whole new like class of people. You know, your class doubled effectively when you went to fifth grade mm-hmm. because now you, you were meeting people that you'd never met before unless you saw each other in the neighborhood or a swimming pool or right. whatever it was. And so uh, I lived in the country. You lived in town. I never got to town. And so, so like it was, it was just, Oh, there's new people now. And it was really weird. And so fifth and sixth grade. And I don't, we were in a class together, Mrs. Wilson's class in fifth grade. Right. Yep. Uh, you were a total tomboy. Mm-hmm. You love to play football. Always a and, yep. Um. Uh, but anyway, it wasn't until high school that Kevin, and Kevin was your first kiss, which is funny. Right. Kevin's my best friend from sixth <laughs> right. grade on, and he gets us connected. And yeah, that's back in grade school. What's that? Clear back in grade school. Clear back. Your first kiss first was grade. in grade school. God, mine was like sixteen or something. <laughs> He's a late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably you. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember now. That's a long time ago. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's how we met. Yeah. You know, I do have like a, a regret with you know with Tom and you know I never. God, I like to this day, like I still fly by the seat of my pants. You know, I'm very spontaneous. Tom and like is her dad. Her dad. Okay. And like, I remember. Obviously, we were dating for a while. I remember calling. I think my mom and said, I'm going to marry or I'm going to propose to Danielle today. And she's like, okay, like, where are you at right now? And I was driving to Owine because my best friend's parents owned a jewelry store in Owine. And I was going to buy a, buy a ring and God, I didn't remember how I paid for it. I don't think I, I don't think I did pay for it. I think I, I, did. No, I think I just took it. Cause remember <laughs> we had, we had the, the payment, like the receipt yeah. on our fridge. Cause we lived together at that time. We shared an apartment and like, I, this is the best part. Every month I would <laughs> write a check and send it. Yeah. So like, my, yeah. So my best friend's parents was, owned the jewelry store yeah. so okay. and I just, I walked in and I said, I need a ring. <laughs> and D, yeah, Dean got me a ring. Like I knew exactly what I wanted. Cause I, I must have, I must've talked to you about it. I told yeah. Princess I, cut and like yeah. this and that. And, um, I said, I need a princess cut with a diamond and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And Dean walked over and like the first ring he grabbed was the ring. And I, I, I don't remember. I think he just, he, he, he just put it in a box and said, here, take it. <laughs> and I, I, I walked out the door and she was student teaching in, was it Waterloo? Yeah. You stopped at your grandma's. I stopped at my grandma's, told my grandma and then drove to Waterloo to propose. And literally I walked into the. Was it elementary school, right? Yeah, it was, I was teaching fifth grade. Yeah, walked into elementary school, stopped at the office, and I said, hi, and he talked to the principal. <laughs> I wasn't going to be the creepy guy walking down the hallway <laughs> trying to find this room. And I, I, I remember it very vividly. I said, I'm Matt Fippen. My wife or my my girlfriend is a student teacher. Her name is Danielle. I would love to propose to, to her today. Can I do that? And I, she was a, she was a female, and she was like, oh, my God, yes, you have to. <laughs> like It was like the best the best day for her. So she walked me down to the room and like, I wasn't scared. I wasn't nervous. I walked in and she, 
I came back in the back side, and she was facing the other direction, bent the over. Back of the room, helping a kiddo. Yeah, bent over, like, you know, kneeling down next to this kid's desk. And I stood there, like, waiting for her to, like, stand up and turn around. <laughs> and finally, I'm like, she's not standing up turning around. So I grabbed a dry erase marker off the board, and I wrote, will you marry me on the board? And, and so the kids were all seeing this. Yeah. So, and it was, it was like, it was so cool because like I write will, and then I write you. And then like the kids are like, will you, it. and I wrote Mary <laughs> and I said, Mary, and I wrote me and I said me and Daniel, I, I'm I, like, I, I remember seeing this, like she stopped, stood up, turned around and instantly like just tears and said, she said, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was kind of a, it was a cool one, but but my, my regret was like I didn't call Tom, mm. you know I didn't I didn't give him the the option of telling me no, you know, or you know g- giving me the dad like you need to take care of her, you need to do this because I like I, I have three girls. I expect one day when that happens, the kid has some balls and he calls me and tells me <laughs> that he wants to take my daughter for the rest of her life and like we, I want to have a conversation with him I never gave Tom that I would as just, you rack the shotgun yeah as I load the <laughs> shotgun and, he wouldn't no. have told you no though no I know he wouldn't have told me no but I, I never had to, I never I, sh- I should have called I should have just said hey I'm this is what I'm doing because I was just mm. completely like that, that morning when I woke up I had zero intentions of proposing and then hmm. yeah the rest is as they say history and we got married shortly after that and kids down the road and but no i think it's it's been a good run for sure and obviously we have a lot more together but man i just i don't know i think we get better i think we're getting better i think we're getting more obviously we you know we have a we built a dream home and we're going to be here for a, a while and she has an amazing job where she's an amazing teacher and um yeah i just and i'm playing the lottery yeah she wants to play the lottery <laughs> Hopefully she wins and she's going to split it with one of her best friends and be done and retire. But no, I think like teaching is tough, especially right now in this world. Like it's, it's super tough. And there's, you know, there's days where she comes home and you could just tell like she's in a bad spot and she's, she's sad because of the kids and you know, the, the stuff that she, she has to deal with. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like law enforcement, teaching, you know, just there's some fields that you just look at and go, man, like it takes a very, very special person to to do it and, and do it well. And I think she does it pretty damn well. And, you know, it's just like, I guess the goal is how long can you do it well without getting just so frustrated with parents and seeing hor- like just horrible things. So, mm-hmm. no, she's a pretty amazing teacher. I hear it. I hear people tell me, so I know. But I'm proud of her. And it's Matt, not Mark. It's, yeah. <laughs> your dad's, your, your husband's that cop, right? No. Matt's my husband. Oh, we don't know who that is. Yeah, for, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, funny, funny story about that is, yeah, I didn't get start getting people know who I was until we started building bike trail. I just kind of flew into the radar. Yeah, I, I wasn't around. I mean, I was around, but I just didn't go to certain things and, yeah, it's now I'm proud for people to know that I'm her husband, not my dad. 
All right. Well, we've gone on 55 minutes. We should probably call it. I'm almost out of beer. And I thought, I thought we were going to go 100 minutes. No, I'm not going 100 <laughs> minutes. There's zero chance I'm going 100 minutes. <laughs> the girls were like, There's too no, much stuff that would come not. out. But no, I think we could, yes. we could easily do this again <laughs> for sure. What I like about it with this road setup is when naughty words are dropped the the flag turns blue and the, the flag is definitely blue right now so oh who said naughty words oh danielle made a comment earlier about uh, something Dan- one potty yeah. mouth danielle again yep <laughs> explicit if, content I, I, actually i'm pretty sure it was matt I, i'm sure i did too yeah. i always drop something every once if in a while if we were speaking about marriage counseling then really no one under the 18 should be listening to this That's true so. that's right all right, well, let's end there. I'm Matt. I'm Jim. I'm Beth. I'm Danielle. We will see you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone, this is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.